Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of Golf Subpar. I am Colt Nost, as always, joined by my man, Drew Stoltz, the sleazy man. Sleazy, we're in different places this week, but always good to talk to you. Quarantine special this week, Colty. Good to be with you. And I don't know how you feel, dude, but this was the first week that it really hit home that, like, yo, there's no golf. Masters week. Masters was supposed to be wrapping up. Final round Sunday. I watched a little bit of the reruns on uh, Golf Channel, but, dude, not the same, not having a Masters. It felt really weird, honestly. Yeah, it was pretty depressing. I normally never play golf on Master Sunday. I'm always glued to the TV. But yesterday, um, or on Master Sunday, I had to play a little golf just to take my mind off of it. But mm-hmm. as like you, I, uh, I I watched some of the replays. wasn't quite the same considering I knew exactly what happened. But, hey, we're on with it. And now we're on to our next guest, and that's PGA Tour rookie Scott Harrington. Yes, the rookie sensation, Scott Harrington, a, a young man, Colty, you and I are both very familiar with. He actually has one of – Actually, both of our old caddies working on the bag for him right now, but a guy that I grew up, played a ton of Jicky Jack mini tour golf with through the years. Great to see him out on tour and uh, looking forward to having a fun conversation with him. Yeah, let's get right into it. Here's PGA Tour rookie Scott Harrington. Our next guest is PGA Tour rookie, rookie sensation, I should say, and fellow Scottsdale resident joining us live via the computer during this quarantine time. Scott Harrington, welcome to the program. How are we doing, my man? Hey, boys. Doing okay? How you guys doing? I'm great. I'm just glad Sleaze put a shirt on. He had his tank top on earlier. Yeah, (laughs) that was questionable. I saw it. I wish I didn't. Too sexy. There is such thing as too sexy on golf subpar, and we were teetering. There were a lot of tan lines and uh, just, yeah, Yeah. a lot of frailness. It's not good, as you know, as you know, as you've seen me. But, Scotty, we're going to get into a lot of stuff today, but I want to do a quick thing with you here because you and I – and a bunch of guys in Scottsdale, we grew up playing together. We played tons of golf together. We developed some words over time that were kind of unique to our circle, words that we coined and that we use in our everyday vocabulary, but a lot of people might not know what they mean. One of which, and which is your nickname has come into play, which is the term Lair or Larry. So I want you to go ahead and give our listeners, define that if you hear the term Lair or Larry used in a sentence the way we do it, what does that mean? Well, you're looking at a few of them right here. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Um, Larry or Lair is something that, I don't know, I got it from an old friend of mine. He used to say it all the time. He used to call people Lair or Daryl or uh, Ned. Ned. Um, But Larry was the one that was most commonly used just to, you know, describe. I mean, I don't want to discriminate against people named Larry, but, uh, you know, it was just something he used to describe, you know, kind of a, a schmo or uh you know if you yeah you know, i mean I, it's 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 hard to explain i, th- I like, think i think it's just the name says it all if somebody you know you do something stupid you go you know you miss a short bud like nice one there you yeah know, it's just exactly kind of, it's just kind of like a, a nondescript average golfer i would say like hey who'd you play with today scott i don't know dude couple of layers right mm-hmm. like that's yeah, pretty yeah. much I mean, it if they, if they didn't really bring much to the table or if they did some stupid stuff or you know you just you know one word sums okay. it up just a layer just want to want to get that out of there in case we use it this uh in this episode and the other one jicky jacks when someone says jicky jacks what does that mean to you mm. well it means jicky jack is pretty much any non-pga tour sanctioned tournament i would say web corn ferry or pga you know the uh okay the jickier the better um there's some pretty you know the it means you're riding in carts means you're wearing shorts means you're uh playing probably a 6,400 yard golf course. And, um, you know, but uh, Hey, I'm not knocking it. I, you, as you know, I spent 
about a, almost a decade probably playing those things. And, uh, but it's just something that we mess around with. It's no, it's no negative term. It's just something it actually came from one of our friends of a whisper rock who just coined it out of the blue. I was playing some mini tour event and he was just like, how'd you play in that Jicky Jack tournament? And everybody <laughs> kind of laughed and everybody was like, you know, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, Oh, that, you know, that gateway tour or whatever yeah. that you're playing. And it just, it just kind of stuck. And now like, at least our, our group of friends, um, as you know, we just, every tournament, like, you know, any type of mini tour event, we just call it Jick or a Jicky tour event. Yeah. But it's but like, like I said, it's no, it's no like negative. It's not knocking anything. It's just like, you know, no. I, you know, we were, we were playing those events and we, we were referring, referring to them like that. So, you know, of course, all good. that's all I know. All I know is Jickies. Anything where you can pay an entry fee and get a spot in the field, that is a Jicky Jack. And that is yeah. pretty much and all our I friend know. actually, who, who, our friend who is about a five handicap did pay to play in some of those. So yes. uh, you know, just, just for fun. <laughs> throw it out there. Yeah. Who was that? That, that would be Jim James Decker, one of our regulars. Cole, yes. That's who, I'm, I'm going to Whisper Rock after this to help him with his chipping. His game is uh, not ready for the Jicky Jacks right now. <laughs> no, well, he's I not Jicky ready. It wasn't, it wasn't back then either. But, uh, no, but uh, hey, we, hey, uh, hey we all, another, another term that we coined back then was donators, which also Jimmy would uh, qualify under the guys who probably had no business uh, playing it up. But we're happy to have him because we're helping. Love those guys. Need well, those guys. It is easy to say some things have never changed when it comes to him, but but for you, things have changed a lot. You are no longer on the Jicky Jacks. You are on the PGA Tour as a 38-year-old rookie, which is incredible, but you were in the middle of your rookie season, and then all hell broke loose in the world. Um, tell us what you've been doing to kind of pass the time, and uh, obviously it's got to be a little frustrating knowing that uh, the middle of your season, I mean, your first season out on the PGA Tour got interrupted. Yeah. And thank you gave me you gave me a uh, one year. I'm actually 39, Colt. But oh. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. He looks 38. He yeah. looks 38. Yeah. Don't look a day over 38. But no, um, you know, it was it was frustrating. I mean, like for a lot of guys. But uh, you know, honestly, for me, I was kind of at a weird point. Um, like I, I wasn't in players. I had missed like five cuts in a row. And then I played okay at Bay Hill, but I, I hadn't been playing very well this calendar year at all. And I'd actually been having like some body issues. I just I'd been bugging up. I'd had a back issue that had been bugging me quite a bit that it was just requiring a ton of maintenance, like literally just a lot of maintenance every day just to get ready to go play. And I, I mean, I could still play, but it was just taking a lot of work to be ready to play. And, you know, my physically, my golf game was, was kind of average. And so right when the news came that we were taking three weeks off, I was like, Hey, this isn't the worst thing in the world for me. I can get my body right, you know, go to work on a few things, but then obviously things, things escalated pretty quickly in the world. And, um, you know, and so we've been, you know, forced into a, you know, pretty long layoff here, which is, you know, first things first, it's, you know, we're concerned for everybody out there in the world and us and trying to do everything that we can to stay safe and keep the pandemic from spreading. But, um, you know, it, it, it's strange. It, it honestly, it just feels like a off season. I mean, to me, like I'm kind of, I'm working out a bunch. I'm still like practicing, you know, out in Arizona here, we're, uh, we're obviously still able to play and keep our distance and all that. But um, so I'm still getting some golf in um and just kind of got my body feeling really good again and um it's the strange part about it is just like really not having any start date or any, any you know at least in an off season you kind of know hey whether it's january you know i got six weeks and then i gotta go or a month and um but uh you know it's it's a little strange not just to kind of have that uh not determined yet but um you know dealing with the best we can of just you know cooking every meal at home eating real healthy working out like trying to get things feeling good. I feel, feel great. 
you know, with golf and body and all that. But it was, you know, it was tough because, yeah, we were just kind of getting ready to go into the meat of a schedule. I started, like, I was just starting to feel play better at, at like, at Bay Hill. I got, you know, had some good things going there. And, um, but, yeah, to, you know, to take a knee, it's kind of unfortunate. But, you know, hey, there's so much bigger things going on. And um, so it's it's not hard to do. But, uh, you know, with my position, it's, you know, I know for sure I'm going to be playing the PGA Tour next year uh, in 2021. So that makes it a little easier. I'm not as concerned about, Oh, how many events you're going to get in this year or, or whatnot. But I feel, I do feel for guys, um, you know, kind of who came off the corn ferry, maybe they're rookies and they didn't get off to such a great start. And uh, you know, they're, they're probably stressing a little bit more and wondering, you know, so just waiting for, they want to get as many opportunities as they can. And um, you know, that's why I do, I do kind of feel for some of those guys, but I'm just kind of waiting it out. And uh, in the meantime, just trying to, get through every day just like everybody else yeah if you're working out and you're not putting it on instagram scott it doesn't count so until you start putting that up for everyone to see on instagram workouts don't count just nah, so you I'm, know. I'm more i'm more like my guy uh damian lillard out there at the blazers he likes to he likes to poke fun he, he never po- he never posts that stuff and he makes fun of uh you know he points that out a lot on social media like hey oh, i like that yeah exactly he's kind of the, the quiet assassin but no not that i'm any either of those but um <laughs> you know it's uh you know hey doing what i can so i don't have one of these uh full-fledged gyms at home but i got i got a few things and i can uh you know it's, it's so easy now these days There's so much stuff online and a lot of stuff that you can take advantage of it's kind of fun yes let's keep that thing tight what else i've been told scotty and we're changing some texts you've gotten back into an old hobby of yours as a youth you're, you're diving back into the video game world right now how is that going for you right now what are you playing and uh, how's your progression? Well, about a month ago, pretty much right when stuff kind of went down, maybe like that weekend the players got canceled. I just had a feeling that this was going to be long. And I went, I got a PS4. I haven't owned one. I, I, in college, my roommates and I used to play, and I was in college from 99 to 03. So we're talking a long time ago. Um, but I was always more into sports games. Um, so my first, I got NBA 2K. I'm a big NBA guy. I've been playing that quite a bit. And uh, one of our mutual friends, Drew Kittleson, just a couple nights ago, I saw him and he was, gave me the big pitch on Call of Duty. I know how bad I was. I mean, I literally downloaded it last night and I played for about an hour and I just was getting slaughtered within 30 seconds. It was, hey, the learning curve's tough, especially, uh, I don't know, just not have been out of, been, been out of the game for a while. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough, but hey, you just, it's just like golf. You got to put the work in, you know, but uh, yes, keep it in some practice and uh, hopefully the results come. But, you know, it's a nice outlet. It's, it's fun. It's, you know, I'm not playing eight hours a day or anything, but just kind of like time that I maybe usually would just be watching TV. I'll throw on the PlayStation, play for an hour or two and, uh, you know, but it's, it's pretty fun. Love it. I'm not a video game guy. Are you Sleaze? Uh, I own one and I own Call of Duty, the game Scott was talking about. And it's every time I get on, I literally just get my head. I just die within the first 10 seconds. Then I, I come back to life and die. It's just everyone's so good. I'm so bad. I just kind of gave up on it. I was like, this is the learning curve here is way too long for me. So I'm, I checked out on it. I feel like I need about I probably need like 50 hours. I'm going to guess 50 to 100 hours of playing to become just remotely like serviceable efficient at it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of those guys are ridiculous. I hear. I've never played the game. I've never seen it. 
but I hear some of it's just absurd how good people are. It's yeah. a joke how good. But are. it's fun. I mean, it'd be fun to get you know our buddy was just he's buddies with a lot of pro golfers, PJ PJ guys, and he was telling me his group that plays every night. You know, it's Justin Thomas and Bud Colley and uh, a few other guys, and they you know they go into the wee hours of the morning just screaming at each other on the headsets, and uh, you know, hey, sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of some of those big name guys. During your rookie season, has there been a pairing yet that you were just like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm actually playing golf with this guy. This is amazing. Or like a starstruck moment at all? Mm, I I wouldn't really say – I haven't had a pairing, like any like super marquee pairing. Um, I did I did play with uh, – I played with Patrick Reed the final round at Bay Hill, and um, which was actually a lot of fun. He, I mean, I, I knew him a little bit. Um, we played together uh, quite a while you know, a while ago, um, in some random qualifier and, you know, we had a good, he had a really good time. He was actually, he was great to play with, but you know, I, I heard there was a lot of action going on in the gallery. So a lot of comments, a lot of yells, a lot of, uh, you know, some people getting kicked out and, you know, I was kind of, my caddy and I were kind of shaking our heads. It's, you know, some of the stuff that he's got to deal with on a daily basis. And, um, but, uh, I would say things, you know, the fall, the fall, as you know, is there, you know, there's not a whole lot of, not a, they're great events, they're, you know, in terms of the big names, there aren't a whole lot of big names, you know, maybe one or two that show up to every tournament, but it kind of, it kind of flipped, but uh, San Diego, I would say is the first week where things just really, it really felt, it was really cool. Things just really felt big and, you know, Tiger's there. Every, I mean, everybody's a Tiger, Rory, Justin Rose, you know, it just seemed like, you know, it was kind of, you know, the first like really, you know, really nice, good feel, great feel of the year. And, you know, you can just kind of notice a difference. Um, you know, just kind of the, the, the just the vibe and the, uh, you know, the people, you know, there's the crowds kind of, you know, hovering around, you know, every, you know, out there on a Tuesday, you know, just on a practice round, it's just packed out there and um, kind of feels like a major. And, um, but I haven't really had one of those moments yet where, uh, you know, kind of, I just look around, I'm like, man, this is really cool. Or, you know, I haven't really had one of those like interactions with, you know, a super big name or anything like that, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I get one of those, you know, a great Sunday pairing uh, in contention, um, hopefully at some point this year. But, uh, yeah, definitely look forward to that. Well, when speaking you to Tiger, um, for a couple of years, your profile picture on Twitter was actually you hitting balls next to Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. open. I mean, yes. did you have to change that once you got on the PGA Tour? Because it's kind of weird to have you and another man you're almost the same age of as your profile picture on Twitter. Um, great question. Uh, back so <laughs> <laughs> back when that picture was taken so i that i i mondayed into the waste management and i was a, i was a jiggy jack player as we uh kind of yeah, talked there you, about. Go. you know and uh, as drew knows like you know any i think i don't i played a couple pga tour events in my life and um you know obviously i was playing it was an event that was, it was a hometown at home event for me and it, was, it was the one year that tiger played when he was kind of coming in and out of golf and it was actually that week where he was had the chipping yips and it was pretty tough to watch. But, um, you know, I think we had a restart some morning and one of my buddies was like in the, in the, like watching me hit balls and just, I didn't even notice that like Tiger was like, he had gotten on right behind me. And, you know, one of my buddies like snapped this picture and yeah, at the time, you know, Hey, eight years ago or whatever. And, you know, I was playing mini tour events, like in Tiger's Tiger. I mean, I'm, I'm as big a fan as anybody. And yeah, you know, Hey, I had that on my profile. 
I don't, I don't even know when I actually kind of forgot about that. That's some good, uh, that's, that's some crack, crack research right there. Yeah. Um, professional. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that don't up. Don't apologize uh, for that, dude. Maybe, maybe I'll bring it, maybe I'll bring it back. Maybe you should. Tiger's one of those guys that like, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, like you can, he's one of the living legends. Like you can fanboy over him as a member of the PJ tour, just like guys could in the NBA with Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan during his late days. Like he's so far above everyone else that like, it's not even like a thing. It's just yeah, like, yeah, dude, that, that's a guy that's a big deal. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm trying to beat him, but he's still the biggest deal there is. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not ashamed. I mean, it's uh tiger's, so great for the sport. He's so fun to watch. I've rooted for him. I've wanted him to win every single tournament that he's teed it up in. Um, never get tired of it. And uh, obviously, impact on the game is just as big as any figure in sports ever. So, um, you know, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get a better picture when, you know, he's act, actually paying attention to me sometime. It'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be nice. Let me ask you a real question here, Lair. So you just said, like, you're going to be playing on the PGA Tour in 2021, which is a nice feeling. But finish this sentence for me now that that's already kind of out of the way. My rookie season on the PGA Tour will be a success if I blank. Finish the sentence. Hmm. If I make the Tour Championship. Mm, that's a big one. That would well, be good. I, I think now that, now that we're kind of like mid-season, I, now, now at the beginning of the year, I would have said something different. But at, the, in the, you know, at this point, you can kind of – you know, I can kind of uh, reset some goals and, um, you know, I don't want to say, I, I, I don't like set, setting goals. I had a little bit of, I had a little bit of a hard time with it at the beginning of the year. Cause I don't like setting super results based goals, but that's kind of, you know, cause that's, that kind of takes other people into consideration. Um, you know, I'm more concerned with what I'm doing. Um, I think every player's goal their first year, you know, you definitely want to keep a card, but I don't like setting a top 125 goal. That's too low. Um, you know, I, so I, I didn't really set a lot of goals right at the beginning, but I think right now, you know, I don't want to say it's not a success if I don't win or if I don't make have X number of top tens. Um, you know, I'd say I, I want to put myself in there more often. You know, I've had a good year, but I really only had one event where I was like truly in contention on a Sunday and I want to, give my, I want to, I want to feel that more and see how I handle it. I handled it really well the first go around and I just, and I want to have, I want to have those chances, whether you pull them off or not. Um, you know, who knows, but, um, yeah. And I, th I think, I think tour championship at this point, this point in the season, especially because it looks like we might have kind of a sprint to the finish. And if you're playing, if you're playing good golf, uh, for, you know, two, three months, then, um, you know, a lot's, a lot's possible. And, you know, I'm sitting there like 61 on the current year FedEx and, um, you know, that's certainly within reach. Um, I'd also, you know, I still have never played a major in my career. I'd really love to play my way into the PGA or the U S open or, um, something like that. So, uh, yeah, at this point, I think tour championship is something that, and then that obviously, you know, you make a tour championship that next year for you really opens up. You're in all the majors and a lot of great things. So, uh, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking at. That would be a hell of a, hell of a rookie year. Get to get to East Lake, get to Atlanta. That'd be, that'd be nice. I'll be rooting hard for you. Um, all right, Scotty, since this is a little bit of an abbreviated subpar, we're going to get into a little segment that we do called E9. It's just nine quick hitting questions uh, that we, that we ask most of our guests when they come on here. So we're going to go ahead and fire that off with you right now. First question we ask this to everyone. I'm actually very interested to hear what your answer is going to be for this, but movie based on the life of Scott Harrington, who is the actor that plays that role? You know what? 
I've listened to some of your some of your pods, and yes. everybody comes on here and like, oh, Brad Pitt or mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling or whatever. You know, like they're picking like the best looking men in the world and the best actors in the world. And you know, I'm just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna just go McLovin. <laughs> nice McLovin. Don't hate on yourself. I'm, I'm I just, like. It. I'm gonna go completely off the board. I'm not looking. I don't need Ryan Reynolds to play me. I will he say he couldn't do it. He couldn't. Another, do it. I, like I honestly, I don't really know. I don't know who looks like me in the actors world, but I get I I, an insane amount. I, I get comments. I've been getting them for like five, six years now. That everybody thinks I look like Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Like on social media, people literally like those. They'll like somebody will post a picture with me, and and people will literally like comment like, "Oh, that's sweet. You got to play with Aaron Rodgers." I'm just like. Man, that's uh, that's a little crazy. He's a little bigger and bronze. I can see that a little bit with the beard. The beard has a little bit of a Rogers vibe to it. Colt, who do you? I, have I do. Have, I do have. A, I do have a rocket arm, but uh, other than that, yeah, I, with the yeah. similarities. Uh, you know, I actually I saw a commercial for this guy's TV series today, and I thought of this. Uh, do you know who Ryan Eagold is or Eagold? I don't think so. Ryan Eagold. Who's that? Uh, see if you could. It's this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, he's on a show called New Amsterdam. Uh, but you kind of look like him, actually. He's a good looking dude. Here, here, here's one for you. I'm going to go John Hamm. I'm going John Hamm. Oh, I like yeah, John Hamm. I have, mm-hmm. I have to Google all these people. I don't know any of these people. No, are. you know John Hamm when you see him. Very That's good. Right. He's in. Uh, he's the funny guy in Bridesmaids. He's the douchebag. Yeah, he was on Mad Men. He was yeah, he's on Mad Men. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fine. All right. We'll allow that. That's a good one. That's a little off the. But McLovin, if he's available, I'll take him first. Man. McLovin, yeah, but in that same role, in that same role as McLovin. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Exactly. All right. All that's right. fair. Number two, what would your wife say is the most annoying thing about you, especially during this quarantine time? Oh gosh, this quarantine time is really. Uh, I think I think everybody's kind of figuring out what 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 annoys them with people, but um, gosh. Hard to say. You're probably, perfect. You know? Perfect. Probably, I would say my lifestyle. And I mean, like, she loves that I'm a golfer, but like, I think it's annoying to her that like my work, because she works, she works full time. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say she, you know, she, she doesn't really love her job. She, 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 she works in commercial real estate and it's a grind. She's super busy even right now. And, and I'd, I'd say probably just like, the fact that I kind of get to do, you know, like, I mean, she's, you know, it's just like, she's, it's hard to explain. Like she has to sit there and grind all day and I get to like go to the golf course and it's probably, you know, she loves that for me, but I think sometimes it's like, man, you just get yeah. to do it. You just get to do stuff you like all day. And you uh, play call of duty while she's on like Excel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. I, yeah. I don't know if that's a great answer, but um, I would also probably say, my sport uh, I actually more so than that I'd probably say like my love of sports and like I could watch like you guys probably like I could watch sports center ESPN or whatever sport you know in normal times obviously when sports are on tv I could watch that you know all the time and um it's like crazy to her that uh you know like I want and will watch sports so often and, and just like I literally watched the entire Tiger Masters yesterday the from his win last year and she's like why is this even cool to you? Like, you already know what happens. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I you know. I mean, like, uh, no. It, I mean, I think uh, it's definitely probably the the sports viewing. Yeah, that's probably most wives' 
thing actually they don't get it they don't get it and you go ahead and just win one this year and then she can stop working in commercial real estate too so you can solve that too it's all in your hands that'd be nice all right next question we know you're a world-class golfer what is your hidden talent what is something that you're really good at that nobody knows about or that very few people know about you know this drew shooting that three Oh, it's not what I thought you were going to say. You, you, you've been on the wrong. You've been on the wrong end of that a few times. I've never I remember. Been it's been a little while, but I think you've been on the wrong end of that. You've seen it. You witnessed it. You don't I've want to it. Me. I've you seen it. I've never been on the wrong end of it, but I had to. I thought you were going to say your freestyle rapping, which is also we won't make you do it out of respect for you, but you're you're a dope rapper, as they say in Eight Mile. Dope rapper. I'll let other people be the judge of that, but uh, okay. I'm going to go with my. Uh, my ability to shoot the three. Okay, fair. Colt? All right, number four. You know, a lot of people during this time, Bob Minery, one who's also got a podcast out there, gave up booze for 60 days. How long do you think you could give up looking in the mirror? Ooh. Huh. Mm. Man. Be tough. Could you go 30 days, no looking in the hours? mirror? A couple hours? A couple hours? I think you got me twisted, Colt. I, I've been on a, you know, hey, I'm, I'm over the hill. I don't know if I exactly like what I'm seeing. In You're always day, dressed so. perfectly. He does dress incredibly. Hey, well, that, you know, that, that might never leave. You know, I got, I, I got credit the sponsors called that, you know, they make it easy. But uh, gosh, I don't think it'd be that hard. I don't know. I mean, frankly, like I got this, I've needed a haircut now for about a month. This mop on top is, I don't, I hate looking at it every day. I think right now I'd be just fine. But uh, I've got some clippers. We can take care of that for you. Yeah, you get yeah. that Colt Nose cut. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pass on that, thankfully. But uh, low, it's low maintenance. All right, next question. We've been, we were, I referenced your rap skills a little bit earlier. If there was a rap album made about your life, what would it be called? You could steal, you could steal an album that's been made already, if you want. Mm. Started from the bottom. That's not oh, an album. That's, that's a song. song, but yeah, I'll allow that. Started from the bottom. That's Started actually from very, the bottom. Now we're here, very huh? fitting. Yeah, that's actually a really good call. All right, have Got a Drake. Drake. I'm sure yeah. he's listening. Yeah, he's he's a big fan. He's a huge fan. <laughs> All right, All right, started from the bottom. Fair. All right, number six. You're a Northwestern alumnus, mm-hmm. and so is Meghan Markle. How close were you to dating Meghan Markle in college? Mm. Um, I dated like one of her best friends. But I don't think, uh, I don't think, I don't think Megan really had eyes for me. Um, What an idiot. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I knew her, didn't see, she was kind of a, you know, a little bit of a bookworm. Didn't really see, you know, she was in a sorority. I was in fraternity. I saw her at all her events and everything and would hang out some, but didn't, didn't really, uh, she didn't really hang out at the spots that, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of us, did four. did you ever make a move? Did you ever shoot your shot with Meghan Markle, or did Ooh. you just let let it let it be? Let her come to you, play hard. My to shot might be nice now, but back then my shot was a little weak. So I think even if I did, it probably would have gotten just rejected. Oh God, that would have been great. Okay, that probably a smart move. Yeah. It's her loss. She ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She never I, mounted. Yeah, what's she even up to? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of uh, chicks. We got to go with who's your childhood crush growing up? Who, who did you look at and be like, that's the one? Kelly Kapowski. Ah, that's it. That's, yeah, I mean, you can argue it. Is, there, is, there, is there another another answer? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she was the one. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a winner. All right. Next one. Uh, what's your favorite PGA Tour stop so far? Um, I would say waste management. I think uh, that's a little, you know, obviously hometown. I've played it twice now. I mean, it's, it's hard to beat. I will say I didn't get to play it this year because it was an invitational, but Riviera – Riviera is pretty darn special too. And it's one of, I mean, it's probably one of my favorite three or five golf courses I've ever played and um, just an overall sweet event, but waste management just brings something that we're only, you're only going to see once a year. And uh, it's just crazy. I mean, it's, it's every, it's everything that, you know, they make it out to be and more and they just keep, keep making it bigger and better every year. And, and I, you know, I live five minutes away and got all the friends and family out there and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty special. I hope I can play that one for a long, long time. Yep. You got the game that suits that thing well too. So go ahead and pick that one off in the next year or two, if you can. All right. Last question, Scott, we asked this to a lot of people that know both Colt and myself, you got a 10 foot putt, your life is on the line. You got to pick me or Colt to putt it. Who are you picking? And I swear to God, if you pick Colt, this is my one shot to get picked one this time in the history of this out. podcast. If you pick Colt, just lose my number forever. But go right. ahead. It's up to you, obviously. All right. I am – I'm picking Drew, and there's one reason. There's Come one on. reason. Because I don't know if you remember Drew. I don't know. It was some big – we were in a couple years ago, and we were partners, and we were getting killed. and on the, and I think on the 18th hole, we had pressed multiple times. I mean, it was like, yes. you know, just throwing a Hail Mary out of my 18. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I like went for the par five, went for the group or something. And, you know, I'm, I'm literally hit a bad shot. I'm literally like out of the hole. And you had like legit like a 10-footer or a 15-footer for birdie that was just going to save. I mean, it wasn't going to like, we weren't going to win all of a sudden, but it was going to save us. And we were, I think we were both mini tour players at the time. Every oh, we were both precious. We're playing for, for a million. Might as well. We're playing for way more than guys like you and I should be for. And I remember you knocked it in, and I may or might, may not have uh, done something fairly inappropriate on the 18th green. Yes. Um, reenacted something, but it was uh, <laughs> epic. I. I, I was so happy. And um, so, you know, Drew, you've done it for me. So I got to take you. That's my guy. That's the only one I'll ever get. And if I didn't get you, Scott, I was going to get zero. So I mean, but hey, I, I, I've, been on the, I've been on the wrong end of Colt's putter uh, plenty of times. So it's, that, it's, no, uh, it's no knock on Colt. But Drew's the, the museum has saved me a few times. Thank it's you. no wonder Drew begged to have you on this show just so you could, he could get one this year. Yeah, dude. He, he ran. He ran through the entire Whisperock membership to find somebody who uh, who would pick him. Yeah, I was like, no, no, definite, no, no. Maybe yes, Harrington. Yes. People hesitated. They don't even let him finish the question, and they say my name. But you're you're different, which is fine. Best of luck yes. to you the rest of the year. We'll give you that. But I'm not very happy with you right now. Well, you're well, welcome you back keep, anytime. You just keep you just keep making putts and costing me money, and uh, you know you can stick it to me that way. I love it. Well, Scott, you've been an awesome guest. We really appreciate you taking the time and hope to see you out on tour very soon. All right, boys. See you soon. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Scott. Later. And that was PGA Tour rookie Scott Harrington joining us here on Golf Subpar. And Sleazy, you know him better than anybody. What a great story this guy has. Yeah, man. That's a guy that I've been rooting for for a long time. You won't find a better guy. Most people probably know the story with his wife going through what she did, you know, battling cancer and coming back and Scott finally getting his tour card, man. He's he's an easy guy to root for, one of the best guys on tour. And I know it took him longer than he wanted to get out there, but 
man, I really expect him to, uh, to hang out there for a good while and have some success. Great dude. Fun to talk to. Yeah, he'll have several years out there. I mean, he's pretty close to being on the champ tour soon. It's so. all, it's all just getting ready for that champ tour. Yeah, just, a, just a little, uh, you know, but little dress rehearsal. He was awesome. Can't thank him enough. But next week, big guest coming our way. Pat Perez will be joining us the program. Sleaze, mm. I'm very excited about this. This one could get weird. We're going to need a parental advisory stamped on the front of this next one for next week. But always fun talking with Patty. We're going to have a good time with that one. Looking forward to it. Yep. Until then, y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar. Mm-hmm.